the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Melberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and David Rodriguez, fresh from his seminar in the (laughs) greenhouse. Yeah. Yes. How y'all doing today? Good afternoon. Doing swell. Yeah, it just just boomed, just afternoon. Yes, yes. Good afternoon, David. So I'm hearing my voice twice here. Yeah, a little, you'll get a little of that. Oh, okay. Okay. It's okay. Well, good afternoon. Jerry enjoys hearing himself like that. So <laughs> we have to do that for him. So uh, we're driving to the uh, beautiful Millburgers Landscape Nursery on 1604 and Boverde Road. And, you know, I was like scratching my head, uh, contacting Trace. I said, what's going on? I mean, is it we're going to go forward or are we going to be canceled? Or? <laughs> and so we got he put us in the greenhouse today. And then uh, they always do a good job getting us ready, and Mary yeah. with the setup. That's why I didn't find you out there in the. We're, oh, that's we ain't going there. We're in the greenhouse, and um, I said, "Well, the weather still doesn't look too good." And about two minutes before we start, we had a pretty good. Yeah. All the all the seats were taken, so we had a real good crowd, and so we covered the history of the Texas Superstar Plant Program then and now. And, uh, perennials, annuals, uh, just uh, a little bit about specific species, uh, how to plant them, grow them, maintain them, etc. Some of the benefits that some have, butterflies, hummingbirds, water conservation, a little bit with deer resistant. We explained yeah. that as well. A couple of the newer introductions. So it, it went very well. And uh, every time I get an opportunity, if I get here early, I really, really enjoy walking this beautiful nursery. Mm-hmm. They, they they keep it so organized and clean, and and this is the Texas Superstar yeah, Nursery. They make us take a shower in the morning before we get here. <laughs> so yeah, it, it this, is the Texas Superstar Nursery. I mean, yeah, you know, the, the one of the challenges we've always had with this program, and Dr. Parsons can agree with this, is a lot of people get confused because they don't see that Texas Superstar tag on it. So there's so many plants that are uh, that they don't have that tag, but are superstars. So. If you go to the Aggie Horticulture website, and if we don't have it on plantanswers.com, we'll figure out how to do this. The new brochure is on the homepage of the Texas Superstar website, so it's the newest brochure. So we'll figure out how to link it or get you the thing so you can put it on plantanswers.com. So, okay. uh, they, they also support the uh, San Antonio Water System program. That's uh, correct. Program. And mo- most of the conservation <laughs> rebates that they have are predominantly That's right. superstar perennial hardy plants. That, that, that uh, puts a lot of pressure on the nursery to uh, 
uh, deliver environmentally appropriate plants and advice. That's correct. And it puts pressure on the their partners too, saws and uh, master gardeners and the whole work. So the, overall, it just is the continuation of of uh, San Antonio's success in That's that correct. water conservation effort. That's correct. So can you can you imagine Dr. Parsons going back forty years ago? And going back then and looking now, just driving around neighborhoods in the city, yeah. you know, going to the growers and, you know, every time I go to Peterson Brothers and all these plants that they're selling and loading up, it's, that's a nice feeling, you know. Oh, and, yeah, you know, That's yeah. kind of seeing all this yeah. progression of where it's gone, you know. We, uh, we owe a lot of credit to the nursery yes. men. Yes. And uh, because they, they jumped on that uh, superstar idea. Yes. When we had uh, Lone Star, uh, I guess Lone Star predated, uh, but the Color Spots that took yeah, over. Lone Star they, they were big, big supporters of uh, uh, Superstar. And uh, my friends over at uh, El Campo. Greenleaf, they've Green done Leaf, an excellent job. The, they've yes, they, they've really been a yes. good, good supporter. Yes. The, the only thing, Milton, that we really have to do a little bit more is trying to get them to mark, help us market it, label it, tag it. Yeah, that'd be good. Better and educating the consumer that they're Just out look, there, look for the but tag. they don't specifically have a tag or hopefully hold these growers a little bit more accountable with the marketing aspect. But Greg and I are working on that. How hopefully, does, uh, hopefully we can figure it out one year. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how does the, the master gardeners, how do they figure in that? Texas superstars. Well, you know, traditionally, um, coming back from government shutdown, but before, and the rodeo that we were at this year, they do a lot of plant sales. So they've always been the the forefront as the testers, the guinea pigs of San Antonio <laughs> superstars yeah. are releases before if they can officially be officially for the state. So they themselves do them in their plant sales, as well as. Most of these plant sales, sometimes you go to them, the sale hasn't even started. Where's all your plants? Because all the volunteers have bought them. <laughs> they almost have to order twice as many plants just to yeah. have for the for the public out there. And the, uh, most most chapters of the Master Gardens uh, have a display garden. That's I correct. Mean, uh, you know, almost every u- unit has one. And some of the, the, uh, some of the members... Uh, like to work in that garden. We've had, we've had trouble. Uh, some some guy some people get uh, energetic about uh, having that garden, and they want to have every superstar plant in there. So they get the list and go down the list. Well, it's always been amazing that and sometimes that they people participating them. in those events and lining up. Two hours before the <laughs> the plant giveaway and oh, gosh, yeah. 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 it yeah. just I mean it's it's yeah. good information plus it's it's fun yeah. and uh, it's rewarding you're Vic- contributing to our environment. Victoria, Fort Bend County, and uh, Collin County for the county programs probably have three of the best looking superstar gardens. And I would say without a doubt that the Santa Botanical Garden is pretty much all these plants. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the horticulturalists we've had there from Paul Cox oh, to yeah. uh, Amanda uh, and then uh, Andrew running the horticulture department now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to try to work with him, you know, with these uh, QR codes with the phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and put specific signs that say they're superstars that people can get their little phone and do it and go straight to the you know, I website. Tried, so. I tried that with my phone. <laughs> it don't seem to work. Was, did, did you finally get your uh, microphone back, David? Yes, thank you. Thank oh, okay. you. Yeah, I yeah. hold it up there. That didn't work, huh? That looks like from the Star Trek yeah. movie, right? Yeah, it does look like from Star Trek. <laughs> Beam me, like me so up, Milton. <laughs> i got a general question about back in uh, before the COVID there, they were trying to organize the Master Gardener chapters in... Um, Atascosa and Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. What, has that ever been I can talk to Joe Rankin down there and see where they're at if they're still trying to get it going. They should. You know, yeah. that, that little area of those counties, those three or four counties, yeah. uh, I'm sure they can do a... Uh, that's what the Hill Country... Because they, they, they participated yes. in a lot of the programs we yes. used to organize. Yes. You know, so... Well, cool. Hopefully they'll go forward with it. Well, in case uh, somebody in the audience knows, you can give us a call, too, and, and let us know what's going on on that uh, that end of it. Or uh, uh, talk to your county agents down yeah. there and try to get them going, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, David, have, yes, you, have you walked the nursery? I've done a pretty good walk. The inventory what, is what unbelievable. Is, what is the prettiest blooming plants for Mother's Day, if you want to give us something? Oh, that'd be a great gift Well, for that Day. that's kind of a... Uh, a, a hard question, but we were in the greenhouse today, yeah, yeah. and I really favor, which is the only floral Texas superstar plant, Those is orchids? a Phalaenopsis moth orchid. Yeah. Oh, and that's, I mean, it's not, I've been telling them your favorite zinnias, just like me. Well, zinnias mm-hmm. are pretty. No. <laughs> um, I've always told Trace they need to put a little floral table right next to the register because they're beautiful, but he's done a tremendous job on the amount of floral and interior plants it yeah. goes through qu- quite a bit of them uh the second one i've seen today is 12 inch i believe 12 inch uh um, decorative container full 100 percent bloom i can already see the leaves of gold star Esperanza. yeah that's where he was that's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's where he was trying to bring oh, that's the, what you're pointing the, the main the main bunch is up there the outdoor by the outdoor. Okay, nice. Solid. Oh, nice, nice. Millburgers has done a good job, too, on their certified butterfly garden. Okay. Showing that you can have beautiful blooms and attractive landscape, plus meet the needs of the butterflies, yes, including yes. the monarchs. Yes, so uh, the decision's hard, so it might be you need to bring your, your <laughs> favorite lady, your mother, yeah. your aunt, your grandma, your wife. Um, uh, we appreciate them all. I guarantee maybe you bring won't. them to the nursery, and each one gets a shopping cart. Right? Oh, <laughs> there you go. And get on it, right? I guarantee you, <laughs> nobody's going to walk by those yeah, they're, be- they're very beautiful. No, they are. We should put one, like, right here. <laughs> See if it lasts the whole show. I bet it doesn't. Oh, yeah. even, even, even Milton well, can recognize that. The, the one that Mary does a good job getting my displays always set up, and one of the, uh, one of the uh, attendees there. Can I buy that plant? Uh, yes. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> what do you think that means, David? They hung all those uh, bougainvilleas in front of us for yeah. uh, several days. Um, was there, that a hint we were supposed to take? Y'all didn't run into them, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, but, I mean, they we, we haven't left in 30 years. You don't think we're going to be leaving this? It's colorful. It's giving y'all some yeah, color up yeah. here. I remember Mr. Wester in the old wolf nursery days at Perimbido. Yeah. We used to hang them in the greenhouse over the greenhouse bars. Oh, And yeah. we had one that was kind of low, and he hit it hard, 
and he picked it up and threw it across. Oh, wow. Yes. 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 And he was basically hinting, uh, take those down. <laughs> that was so y'all didn't hit your heads, right? No. <laughs> y'all we're... didn't hit your heads on No, right? we just can't okay. see. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they can see y'all, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, cool. Thanks, man. We got a call, so okay. we're going to go to Thank that real quick. Thanks for coming by, okay. David. Enjoy the weekend. Okay. Bye-bye. You take care. Bye-bye. All right. We got Richard on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Richard. What's going on with your cucumbers? I planted some pickling cucumbers from seed, and I picked a few this morning. I've noticed some of them are slightly yellow. And like I said, they're supposed to be pickling cucumbers, but these things are about as fat as a beer can. <laughs> okay, it, it didn't get uh, properly pollinated, is what happened. Uh, but uh, and that that I'm not it, here. It, it turned yellow. It turned yeah, the fruit turned yellow when it gets uh, over mature. But the the size, if it's big and fat, you know, pickling cucumber ought to be size of a pickle no. when you ta- when you harvest it. But you left it on there longer, and it got bigger. Oh, okay. Uh, I imagine you just need to take those off. You can still eat them. But if you want to pickle some, get them at a smaller size. Okay, that'll work. They should really take off after this rain. Yeah, they they got beat up by the hail a few weeks ago, so then I put some super thrive, and it just took off, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, if if it didn't get beat up too bad, as long as it didn't uh, uh, notch the stems, you know. Uh, but uh, I don't, I don't. Th- that hail was pea-sized hail. Is that what you had? Uh, mine was right at under an inch. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> you had. Where, where are you located? I am between like a diagonal line between SeaWorld and uh, Ingram Mall. Oh, okay. Loop. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, did it shatter the leaves? I mean, did it? It, it just beat up the leaves. Them? Like it, it's recovered. So my rain gauge right now is showing three inches. So we'll see what the what the weekend All right. goes. Yeah. Uh, I, I got a little over two inches. Okay. Good luck to you. And uh, next time, well, pick those uh, cucumbers. Uh, Basically, when you see a, a little one on there, uh, probably within a day or two, they're going to be ready to harvest. All right, then. Thanks for the info. Okay, thanks All for right, calling. Thanks for calling, Richard. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And it looks like I don't know, it's an, actually a nice day with the... Uh, Cool. It, it, it's a little humid, but it's not bad, and the crowd's yeah, getting bigger bad. and bigger. So I needed, and I think you may have already answered the question, I was talking to somebody, and they're looking for a yellow-blooming plant. I can't think of one. That will do well in the sun or the shade. They have they have what, your, uh, uh, what Jeremy's uh, girlfriend has. They have a big tree in the yard. Okay. And so they get that shade, but they also have sun. So um, how much shade? And how much? I sun? don't know. They didn't say. Oh. So well, you, if you're on the edge, 
Yeah. They quite often plant Thoralis on that edge. I was wondering about Thoralis. That's exactly what I got uh, for Jeremy's. Oh, okay. Thoralis. Because I asked her today, did they like yellow flowers? Right. And they said they did. And uh, so, you know, we hadn't had Thoralis. Trace just got some Thoralis in. And uh, so I got one, took it, took it to them, and they looked at it and approved it. Uh, is your friend got a deer problem? No. Okay. Thryal- deer won't touch Thrialis. Going to send him a picture of Thrialis. Okay. And then what the gold star too shady? Uh. I need I need to know how much sun. Yeah, it depends how much on shade. if they're on the on the edge. The one thing about both of those plants, they if they they get hit by that afternoon blast, doesn't hurt they them. They can they can usually take advantage of yeah. it, whereas everything else kind of <laughs> that, uh, retreats. But yeah, both of those are good choices. Okay, but if it's a Mother's Day gift. Come get one of these gold stars piranhas. They're, they're unbelievably beautiful. Biggest blooms I've ever seen on gold stars. Yeah, they're stars. gorgeous. I mean, they really are. I really am kind of tempted. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow if there are any left. Uh, there's plenty of there's them? There's lots over there. Okay, we'll put like one here. Over 100. And see if, <laughs> oh, my goodness, okay. Yeah. See if anybody finds it and. There, there. You won't be able to buy, to buy uh, 13 of them. Oh, no, you probably will. By thirteen, but w- one or two, one or two, your usual. Oh yeah, just one. Uh. Or, uh, <laughs> or if Trace will sell me a half of one, you know that'll be good too. Now there's also <laughs> yeah for the more conservative people, or cheap people. Yes. There's small gold stars. Oh okay. Plants in gallon. Are they blooming as much as the other? No. Okay. Those but three gallons are going to be hard to resist. Oh yeah. Like I said, they they almost look like uh, uh, not azaleas. Yeah, they mm. almost look like azaleas. And he's got them in a he got them bunched up over there. And I mean, you can't drop a nickel between the wow. blooms. Oh, okay. Well, we'll I'll ask you a question when we come back from break. Before we go to break, I want to remind you about Spider Man, Spider Man Termite and Pest Control, San Antonio. Uh, has been using Spider-Man since 1976. Do you believe that? Spider-Man has been their web of protection, protecting their homes from uh, uh, all kinds of insects, uh, from rats and rodents and all kinds of bad pests and pesty things. Uh, He does a great job, and you can uh, read all the great reviews uh, on Spider-Man by going to GoSpiderManPest.com. I'm guessing mosquitoes are going to start rearing their ugly little, uh, what do mosquitoes have? Is that the proboscis? <laughs> there you go. Uh, too. So you may want to get rid of those mosquitoes. You can check out his Into Care mosquito trapping system online at GoSpiderManPest.com or just call him and ask him about it. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. We are going to take a quick break and come back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas right here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. All right. We hope later to uh, talk with Brunella, Brunella Bruni of Festival of Flowers, about the upcoming Festival of Flowers. June 3rd, Saturday, June 3rd, over at the Alzafar. It's co-hosted by the San Antonio Water System, and uh, that means that they're also going to have free water saver plants while supplies last, uh, given away by saws. So you want to come out for that. Everything that you like about uh, and... Uh, uh, about the Festival of Flowers is, is back, including the uh, Indoor Garden Mall, uh, the herb cooking demonstrations, the organic roundtable, the seminars all day. They're going to have uh, uh, silverware displays and uh, how to, how to uh, cook. We will have to ask Brunella. No, because well, oh. I, I don't know. I don't know what this year looks like. So, oh, that was the, on the old days. That yeah, no, was the no, thing they, we avoided. Yeah, they, they said that this was pure plants. And so, uh, yeah, so we'll make sure it's still. Now, if uh, she walks up here yeah. and stands right here, we're going to have to keep on a watch out for her. We won't be able to see her. Stand right Brunella? There. Yeah. She's little. You're thinking of the She's same person? She's taller than David. Brunella, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You wait till she walks up here. You'll see. Okay. Uh, Brunella, if you're listening, you'll have to defend yourself. I don't know. <laughs> Um, and uh, the the uh, Matt, the um, Men's Garden Club is doing the Learn to Garden Kids Zone uh, and the Citywide Plant Exchange. So that's uh, very popular as well. All the rules and regs, all the information is at safestivalofflowers.com. Uh, it's just $8 for adults. Kids under 10 are free. Uh, the f- parking is free, and it's from 9 to 5 on June 3rd at the Alzafar 1604 and Stone Oak Parkway. And what we'll do is I've got some tickets here, so while supplies last, we'll uh, we'll give you a pair of tickets if you come up and ask a question. Any question. You come up and ask Jerry where the bathroom is. <laughs> we, we'll we're give, getting ready to give a lot of, we'll give, we'll, a lot we'll of give, tickets away. We'll give you, yeah, I know, that's one of our most do, popular questions. Do we give them one ticket? Or no, we're going to give them a pair of tickets. A pair of tickets. A pair of tickets while supplies last. So. Uh, we've got some today. We'll get some tomorrow as well. So, okay, good. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And do you want to talk about what else we saw? We saw it last week, but uh, it's still here. The Fanic. What is that? Fanic Flocks. Yeah. Just a little bit. Oh, Fanic. <laughs> yeah, we want them to sell out. That's a great plant. People yeah. are looking for it. Uh, if you want to give a great mine aren't uh, mine are the foliage looks good and it's growing aggressively. Yeah, no blooms yet though. Oh yeah, it's it's early, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, we Milton and I were taking all my props back to the store yesterday, the other day, Sunday I guess it was, and I looked over there at that plant. It's got a distinct leaf on it, and I said. That can't be what I think it is. And so I went back and looked, and it was Fanic Flux. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, don't, I haven't talked to him to see where he got them. Uh, Who was that? Did him? Fanic Flux. Yeah. But uh, I don't know where Trace purchased oh. them. I don't know where he got them. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, we, we, have, we have some, uh, but not... <laughs> Yeah, not a lot. Uh, so if you want, the deal of the, the, to get something pretty now, 
you probably need to go with uh, a gold star Esperanza. Uh, they're, they're, they're one of those perennials that uh, benefits by being transplanted every few years and yeah. spread out and uh, I don't I kind of lost track of them for a few <laughs> years now and now we're back giving them some attention huh? oh yeah they're yeah. They, yeah, they have a great, great fragrance. They're and, a superstar, and uh, but uh, they've we've had trouble keeping keeping supplies. Uh, that's that's uh, I was going to talk to David about that, but David done a good job. Uh, when we have a new superstar, I always made sure we had an adequate supply. From the from the nursery wholesale nurseries to take care of the demand. Why, well, Mr. Wexler isn't here anymore? No. <laughs> yeah, he would he would help with that. That's for sure. But uh, uh, the nurserymen <laughs> like the superstar thing so much. Uh, originally, we were going to do two a year, and they said, "Oh no." That's not going to be enough. We need at least four of you. I said, "Listen, you can't pull these things out of my under my arms, All right?" <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you I, said. I, huh? I cleaned that up, Mitchell. We appreciate that. Everyone does because <laughs> we like to test them two, two or three years uh, before we put them on the market to make sure they're okay. And. Uh, work out all the kinks like Firebush which is the second superstar uh, <laughs> we had never grown it though I mean uh, we talked and there wasn't many around to, uh, to evaluate but uh, uh, we put it on the market and sure enough we had to weather the facts that uh fact that it didn't germinate or didn't come up from the roots until the soil warmed and then it then it came up big uh, big time yeah and it's uh the the first time we talked about them here yeah we had i don't know how many but by the end of the show <laughs> they were gone that it's a great plan well, we very fragrant by pretty the, smell at this uh, the fragrance was yeah. just like uh uh, lilacs. Yeah, yeah right. it really is nice. Yeah. All right, so we've, we've got some. If you've been looking for them, this is your chance to hurry, 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 while supplies last. As the, oh, as well, the where, are, where is the supply? It's a, <laughs> is it a, I think it's behind Jerry's left shoulder. <laughs> so is that is it that uh, yeah. behind that first, that, that one, the one that looks like salvia? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, little that, block of them there. They look uh, good. Not a lot of them, though. You know who found that, don't you, Miss? Greg? Yeah. Okay. That's a good guess anytime. Man. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could say Greg, maybe Paul, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and probably be right 90% of the time. And I, I was looking to, to verify it. You know, Greg names plants after people that have passed. And I was looking to see if John Fannick had passed when Greg oh. named that plant. I think he had. Oh, okay. I think he had. 
All right. So, but anyway. So if Greg names a plan after you. Yeah. You need to check the obituaries. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We'll, we'll uh, call him uh, if we get a chance. I know he said he was busy and couldn't talk, but uh, Warren uh, texted me. Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control said that uh, to, that uh, homeowners will need to check uh, those little pots that they have where water can pool. Mm-hmm. And stuff for the mosquitoes, because uh, and he's told me stories too, where the house has tried everything, and then they call <laughs> they call Spider Man after that, and yeah, and he walks the grounds, and it turns out that there were a couple pots with the soil was real damp, or they had yeah. the little saucer underneath it and something. So yeah, we'll see if we can get them on, get some tips for um, for taking the, care of them. Dog dishes used to be yeah, a big deal, and of course there's uh, the, those uh, feral cat. <laughs> Infestations. I, I think there should be some kind of rule against that. Any kind of uh, feral. Fo- what do you think, Milton? Uh, I think it's already been said that it's it's okay. Actually, <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah, you, they're not gonna. Now one one th- one thing that Car- Calvin mentioned this week in the garden in today's yeah. paper, and I I'm I don't think this is necessary to say this. But he says fire ant mounds can be treated to destroy the ant populations in the garden. I thought all of them died. I thought all the fire ants died. In the drought, huh? Yeah. They can't take a drought. What does a it fire just, ant do? It's just like the San Augustine grass. <laughs> it's coming back too. And and A and M, you know, put up a deal to wipe those fire ants out. Yeah, they just put up millions of dollars to wipe those fire ants out. They were. Uh, I hadn't heard much about that initiative to wipe the fire ants. Oh well, yeah, it's best if they don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they want to just kind of ride out the, yeah. the grant until the end. Of the <laughs> we're just making some progress, and we're out of money. There if go. only we had a little more. <laughs> Anyway, uh, baits can be applied over a wider area to control the ants. Yeah, yeah. If you can see the mounds, you should be able to see the mounds now. And well, how and, and gardeners, they get reminded really pretty quickly if yeah. you got even raised beds. Oh yeah, Big and uh, you know uh, Jerry talks about that. That drought and uh, dry soil. Yeah. But if you've been watering your your garden, the it's not dry soil. Fire ants lo- love you just as much as the plants do. Or your compost pile. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's nothing worse than get. Yeah, but containers too. They yeah. just go nuts over containers. <laughs> and uh, this is a major problem for commercial producers. Uh, I tell about the story. Uh, I, I was at a color spot. I wanted to color, get some plants at color spot, which used to be Lone Star. And they said uh, it was on the weekend. And I said, they said, you can't come out here on the weekend. I said, why is that? I said, because we're treating for fire ants with an airplane. Hmm. So they were flying those baits. baits all on on all their plants. I was, I was with a uh, 
a tour from the ma Master Gardeners. This is years ago, and we went down to the valley. Yeah. And I, we were out <laughs> going to walk to, 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 to look at the birds. And, <laughs> and they, and, and the, uh, apple, oh, yeah, speaking of birds, Milton has pointed out a oh, hummingbird. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we're all out there. All of us, uh, Bear County Master Gardeners, <laughs> and the uh, airplane comes there about 30 yeah. feet off the, and sprays us with the, oh, um, no. the, the fire ant. Uh, oh, well, maybe I don't know what the actual product was. Was but, it a liquid or a granule? Uh, Can you it was a, it was, so I didn't, I didn't not, notice so <laughs> it. didn't feel like a liquid. Okay. But it was noticeable, you know, yeah. I think it's kind of looked like a dust. Yeah, I bet that was granular. But that was it was that was kind of uh, disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they have to treat because one fire ant in a shipment of, of pots of plants condemns the whole load. So they they really frown on those fire ants because it can't be. They're, even though they're imported fire ants, they can't be exported. That doesn't seem right, does it? Mm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, there are organic treatments with spinosad that are labeled for applications in the vegetable garden and do work. They work. A Mike Merchant up in Dallas is tested all of them, but that's been a side of work. Yeah, they work well. Follow label instructions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but th this this rain should... Ooh! Milton, yeah. have you noticed our Vitex, Vitex over there? No, what did you say? It looks gorgeous, yeah. <laughs> it's it's over there by the butterfly. Oh, the Vitex? Yeah, that Vitex. Yeah. It's killer. Uh I don't know. I yeah, that is a pretty showy. Yeah, I don't think that's dark. I don't know. It's hard to tell. The from ones a with the purple, yeah. purple leaves are right around the corner. Yeah. Here. I don't know if that's one of the improved ones or not. But uh, it's got a nice got, shape. Got to get great blooms on it. Yeah. Long, long spikes of them. But anyway. Well, I bet you could sit. Sit over there by that, and you would see hummingbirds, and you'd see butterflies, yeah. and everything. Cal Calvin, Calvin stole your headphones for a second. And so, all right, two one zero three zero eight. He came up for the cracker. Uh huh. <laughs> that can, that can mean a number of different things. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Tell you what, while we get all settled up, let's uh, take a quick break and come back in a moment. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Well, if you want to... Uh, uh, make sure that you've got a great tool in your gardening arsenal to keep that uh, newly planted tree or shrub or the established tree or shrub uh, alive. Don't walk. Hop on over 
to Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. And uh, you can check out the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. Tree Hugger Sprinkler is absolutely great. and you'll, you'll get it as soon as you see it, uh, and you'll understand. Tree Hugger Sprinkler is a hard plastic sprinkler. It comes in three sizes, and Millburgers has all three. The 7, 11, and 15-inch. It's a hard plastic sprinkler, uh, but it's got a hinge on it. So it's in a circle. looks like a donut. It's got a hinge on one end, so you can open it up and close it or hug it around the tree. Your your tree hugger may sound different. Um, (laughs) And then you turn it on just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how the tree hugger people feel about that, the sound that he makes for the water running. But it just runs a little bit. And it gets, it gets that root ball, or turn it on a little wider, a little more water, and your tree hugger will snore. <laughs> but it will also uh, get that water closer to the drip line. So check it out at treehuggersprinkler.com here at Millburgers and also at HEB. That's tree huggers. And, again, you, you, you may have to call in and say your tree hugger is not making that same noise. All right, 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 Trace is going to join us in a second if he can he's taking a call and then uh, <laughs> we'll see oh, uh, is, he, is he okay so. uh, I, I asked Trace where he got that fanic flux if that's a if that's a secret communications that Trace has it's not very secret <laughs> <laughs> but uh Anyway, they they looked right, but you know we have trouble sometimes keeping the uh, keeping them pure, keeping the plants pure that we make superstar. Uh, for example, uh, Fanic Flock was made a superstar on tw- two two twenty two hundred two two twenty oh two. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. That's been it, a while. It's been a while. And uh, we couldn't couldn't get any growers to grow them. I yeah. mean, you know, they're, they're kind of hard to propagate. Well, they're not hard to propagate, but uh, uh, people have to get used to propagating them. And so uh, one, uh, the nursery, which was Color Spot outside of town here, had hundreds of them. Hmm. They said they we got hundreds of uh, John Vanek flocks, and I said I was excited to death. I said, "Well, that's that's great." So I went out there and looked at them. They weren't John Vanek. Oh dear! They bloomed white, and they had powder mildew. Oh, and I'd... that's not John Vanek flock. No, the. The Fanic Phlox is kind of a lavender, pinkish. Yeah, pinkish. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it it very seldom has a powder mildew. Okay. Doesn't it have a fragrance, too? Yeah. Oh, oh, my yeah. goodness, yes. Uh, my nose doesn't work well. Even, even they yeah. can smell it, right? Yeah, we don't smell as good as we used to. <laughs> That's what people tell us. Uh, I know. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> okay. Well, what's going on, Trace? David uh, said he yeah, had a good seminar. He, did. he had uh, like 22, 23 people. That's great. All set up in the greenhouse. Yep. Um, so, uh, you know, David's kind of loud, so he didn't even have to use the speaker. Oh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> not in the uh, greenhouse. I wouldn't think so. Uh, but that's just an example of some of the great uh, seminars and uh, 
uh, that Millburgers has. Is it once a month now? Pretty much. It's been close to once a month for the for all spring. Yeah, we, we pretty much do it once a month yeah, until, until we get hot. And yeah. Then, then we kind of lay off until we cool down a little bit. And yeah. if you go to MillburgerNursery.com, you'll see them all. I asked David what's the prettiest blooming thing on the... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He'll be back. I'm he, he's working. Uh, the orchids. Um, <laughs> but, anyway. but anyway, I'll give you the phone number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call, or you can come on out. And remember, if you come on out and ask a gardening question, any question, actually. So any question, while supplies last, we'll give you a pair of tickets to Festival of Flowers on June 3rd. Even where the restrooms are, right? Even if you say, where are the restrooms? Give me my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a pair of tickets. So. Well, uh, the perfect Mother's Day gift is would be an 18-inch terracotta pot mm-hmm. that I always talk about. They're is, it, on, is it working? They're on, they're on sale, two for $85. There at the entrance. Yeah, and uh, a lot of a lot of mothers don't want to have a have a big garden in the soil, so to speak, or they may be in a uh, retirement center, and uh, so you get get the couple of these terracotta pots and uh, put a it holds one bag of potting mix. And uh, then you can plant anything you want to for for them at that uh, retirement center. Put it in the sun. Make sure it's in the sun. And I use that uh, mix that's in the purple bag, right? Yes, sir. In the purple bag uh, that's kind of on the acidic side. And uh, P for purple, P for Parsons. <laughs> uh oh. That sounded important. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to. What, I'm what, still trying to finagle Calvin's situation. <laughs> what I was asking or mentioned, David. I asked David when he was up here, uh, what was the prettiest blooming thing in this nursery today? And he said, "I was fishing for a gold star at Piranha. But uh, first thing he said was, "Those failing off the orchids." You yeah. Know? Well, it, is, green, uh, uh, it is Mother's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and the neat thing about those orchids is that those blooms that are open now will stay open for a month or two. Quite, and, quite and a while. The ones that are buds got buds on them and still blooming, they'll be blooming all the way through. Well, definitely through Valentine. Right. February. No. No. No, we passed no. that. I'm sorry. What's the next what's the next uh, uh, Memorial uh, Day, yeah. Valentine's or uh, Memorial Day, uh, 4th of July, yeah. somewhere in there. But it it'll give them a lot of uh, a lot of uh, beauty for a long period of time. <laughs> They've got some artificial ones. And uh, uh, no we don't. No, I mean at the stores, <laughs> and, and I have to look at them to see. You can't hardly tell them from the real. But uh, these in your greenhouse are spectacular. 
No, grab that because uh, Jeff is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Jeff. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I've got some purple fountain grass that I've had for five, six, seven years. Um, typically by midsummer, it's four feet high, and then I've get those blooms that are up to almost six feet. But I'm yep. staring at those stumps right now, and, and there is not a blade of purple grass coming out of any of them. And I'm just wanting to know, do I need to be a little more patient, or do I need to accept the inevitable dig them out and replace them? That's not the Lazarus variety, is it? Hmm. Oh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no, think about that. He's gonna—he's—he's he's, he's trying to be funny again. <laughs> I, th- I think we, we've always said that that uh, would freeze in a in a hard winter. What are we talking Purple about? Purple fountain grass. Yeah. So yes, it's gone. Oh, it's yeah. gone. It's, it's gone. Good. Now there are a couple of varieties that can take it a little bit better uh, in fact one of them was a texas superstar i don't know 10 years ago oh yeah yeah uh, that does it but it got it got taller oh yeah uh, and then there was another new one that we got recently that's uh, i think princess caroline mm-hmm. i think is the, the texas superstar and there was another one that we got uh, a few years back that that tolerated it better but still not great yeah yeah so i'm gonna run this risk every year regardless of what variety i replant them with okay um, if you go with the the regular one the, yes if you find one of these other varieties your chances increase i won't say a lot but they do increase okay well i didn't want to waste time waiting on them for nothing nor did i want to dig them out and realize that i just needed to be a little more patient and it sounds like i need to do the former um, yeah, six, 16 degrees, they're toast. Okay. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, have, I appreciate have we the got, Have we got purple grass yeah, now yeah. yet? Yes. Oh, okay. Come out and of you've Florida, got, out of the valley. You, thank you, sir. Thanks, Jeff. No. All right. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else, Trace? What else is happening? What or maybe some more Mother's Day ideas? Oh, there's lots of stuff blooming. Uh, yeah. Bougainvilleas, mandevillas, orchids, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. bromeliads. Uh, there's a wonderful selection of houseplants in there. I'm happy we got to show that off today. Yeah, that is good. Uh, unhappy we had to do it inside for the seminar, but those, a lot of those people have never been in the greenhouse before. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why, but uh, <laughs> it is a spectacular sight when it's all full like that. Yeah, David said that they were, the houseplants were spectacular. And uh, it's Peter does a great job on that. He does. Yeah. And uh, the the of course the old favorite, you know, some people want stuff on sale, but knockout roses, that double one is my favorite. Uh, three 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 gallon pots of number three pot, regularly thirty four ninety nine on sale for twenty eight eighty eight, or two for fifty dollars. That's a good deal. So that's $25 a piece. And uh, 
which is regular $35 a piece. So anyway, that's those are those are always a good gift from Mother's Day. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the description says perhaps the most adaptable road for the South Texas, used for accent borders, hedges, or rose gardens. That's that's probably <laughs> that is probably the most adaptable road for South Texas. Okay. And then I like Calvin's idea. I don't. He hasn't said it yet. But if to, of getting plants that are gonna have it besides the pretty, like the milkweed, also are gonna serve the purpose of bringing butterflies in or other pollinators so that you can enjoy well, you know, watching the butterflies. Jerry and I kind of adhered to that philosophy for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. It, it just made. Uh, just made it brought everybody all those t- parties that mm-hmm. made uh, the San Antonio water conservation effort so yeah. successful because because everybody recognized the benefit and it met their needs and uh, there we are you know and we're all working together instead of against each other so yeah it's cool yeah so lots of beautiful things uh, it looks like a uh, Tropical hibiscus in the number one pot over there, I think I see. It is. Yep, that's pretty. Uh, my whoppers are doing great. You've got whoppers, begonias on sale. We do. And I, I don't know if y'all saw, I got a uh, a bronze-leafed a, uh, dragon wing begonia. I didn't see that. In uh, gallon cans. They they require a little bit more t- temperamental care, I think, than the, the whopper does. But, the, you know, our friend John... You know, uh, remember that mm-hmm. he yeah. used to love those wing, those uh, the begonias, begonias like yeah, like that. Oh, that, dra- that wing. dragon wing should be easier to grow. Well, you thinking? Oh, okay. Yeah, and bigger. I think there was one at the Dallas Arboretum or something like that that was like six foot by six foot. Some oh my monstrous gosh. Yeah. Really? <laughs> and so you're thinking those are easier. I, we have better luck here, and then this is a bronze leaf, which we haven't had ever before. Uh-huh. Oh, where do I look for them? Uh, they're by the entrance over there. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, Lin, Lin, Lin's there. Legacy came in. Oh, good. Uh, Brake Lights uh, Yucca came in. Oh, right. man. Those are two good ones for Mother's Day. I take it you guys were talking about the, uh, the dwarf purple porterweed came in. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure it's dwarf. It is well. It says it is dwarf. Okay. Well. And uh, in fact, it resembles the the red. It does resemble perfectly, the red. except the color. But uh, it looks good. And uh, if any, anybody that has uh, fallen in love with uh, porterweed like I have, uh, you you want to try this. Well, the way po- you know, uh, Trace mentioned the fact that. Uh, that there's the larger purple. Of course, there's a lot of different colors, but this one is uh, it's got that exact shape of the dwarf red, which is the favorite of most of us. David, yeah. if, if you're listening, that should be a Texas superstar in the near future. Porterweed? <laughs> yeah. 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 Purple? Uh, I, or just the red? The red? I would say the red. Yeah, the red is pretty spectacular. But this will this will be interesting if this performs the way the red, red does. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, that, that's you know the, the, the large purple is worthy of a place in itself. But 
If they do have uh, several colors of that same size and yeah, compactness. Small, smaller yeah. areas. Yeah, and uh, that shape is it really it's really showy. Mm-hmm. And I and I always uh, always like to bring up and we'll have to see if this is the same. It's one of the few plants I've ever seen where you'd have hummingbirds, monarch butterflies, and bees on the, on the same little, <laughs> little plant. It's only a no. It's fighting, amazing. Yeah. Fighting for the flowers. Yeah. Huh? The, uh, duel, dueling hummingbirds and <laughs> monarch butterflies. And we need to take a break to get you caught up with the news. Our phone number 210-308-8867, 210 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. Or come on by Millburgers and visit with us. In just a few minutes, we'll talk to Brunella of Festival of Flowers uh, and uh, find out what it's back. And we'll find out what's going on from her because she's got all the skinny. So uh, we'll find all that out. Uh, my Whopper begonias, by the way, <laughs> have withstood cats stomping on them, laying on them. Um, yeah, they uh, have, have they ever broken a limb off or a piece of it off? They might have. It doesn't look like it, but they might have. Well, if they do, stick it in the ground. Okay. Well, they are challenged by this rain we had. Yeah. And oh, if they, they don't, they if don't like the rain? Well, they like the rain fine, but when they're, the drip line mm. is right over the some of the plants, they get, yeah. they get challenged a bit, but they... They rarely, they, nothing seems to kill them. I mean, yeah, they, if, they keep, if they knock, yeah. like I said, if they knock a branch off. Stick it in the soil. Stick it in the soil. It'll All take right. off. It roots easy. I guess that does. What we're talking about, if you're not familiar with Whopper, it's uh, just a, a, a cousin of the regular uh, uh, begonia, the Semper uh, it's a Semper Florin uh, begonia. Yeah. Except the, and they have all the same blooms colors, and all the same leaf colors, but everything if a feature is larger. So they make a they make a, a larger show, and they don't sacrifice anything in terms of drought resistance. Yeah. Remember how Jerry for years has been bragging on the. Uh, the little begonias uh, yeah. and how they let, let us know when they need water. <laughs> they, the, the whoppers do the, do the same, and they have, are just as likely to come back after a mild winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're amazing. They're, they're, they're showier than the, uh, than the uh, little ones. I think, I think they're better than zinnias, don't you, Milton? I'm not going to get in this fight. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look this, at Gal. This is going to get ugly. Yeah, he's already fighting. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty good, huh? Uh, anyway, yeah, you're you're right about that. Have you have you dried them down to see the color change in the foliage? Oh yeah. Is that right? Okay, that's good to know. Uh, accident. Yeah. Well, what happens is if they're 
Depends on the angle of the sun as the as the year progresses. So I got some that get yeah. more sun. So, yeah. So yeah. there, it's normal normal watering time, but they're already dried out. <laughs> but it's amazing how quickly they come back. They do. They're just amazing. They, the recovery <laughs> of, um, ability is, ama- is amazing. Yeah, I call them a little cactus. They react like a cactus almost. But uh, that's, a, that's a real improvement. When we were testing those, up uh, the, the main test site was up in uh, Overton, up toward uh-huh. Tyler. Uh, Brent Pemberton, Dr. Pemberton, who has since retired. He's okay. passed. Oh. <laughs> no, he's retired. He's okay. Yeah, I was. He's a young man. He's in good shape. Oh, good. But anyway, uh, uh, he has his big, I mean a big trial every year. And uh, he had his, has his begonias on some, some of them are under shade cloth, which you would think mm-hmm. begonias would do better that way. But when everybody puts some out in the, in the shade, sun too, and those whoppers up there in Overton, the ones in the sun were just as good as the ones in the shade, hmm. probably maybe better. So that that everybody, <laughs> and you could see that you drive up to that trial, and you could see it a hundred yards away, the whoppers. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we definitely didn't have a trouble making that a Texas superstar. Yeah, it uh, begonias have always been a wonderful addition to our landscapes, but they they weren't uh, high high on my list until the Whoppers came. The, the Whoppers are just unbelievable. Oh yeah. In, ter- in terms of making a show and and perf- uh, performing, they are not as good uh, uh, as a nectar source. But uh, again, they are more drought tolerant and they last. Not as good as what? Oh, as uh, zinnias or. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so there are other other ones. You hopefully you wouldn't replace your whole zinnia garden or, or <laughs> no, mist no, flower no. garden with begonias. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're uh, they're nice to have, and for people that have. Uh, most people have their flower beds or containers even. Uh, they're not all in sun or they're not all and they're not all in shade. So you've got to have a <laughs> you've got to find a plant that will tolerate both. Pansies are kinda yeah, yeah. fairly good at that. Well, yeah. But uh the these uh, the uh, small uh begonias that we used to talk about all the time. By the way, that wasn't a Texas superstar. Hmm. We did more work on begonias testing them than than any any other superstar. Why didn't it turn out? I don't know. I don't know why it just slipped through the cracks, I guess. But it it should have been. Uh, and and we, would, we would put some in the sun and some in the shade. And uh, the ones in the sun were kind of stunted yeah. 
versus the sh- they didn't Wachaga. die. They didn't die, but they, they don't did. die. Yeah, they, they didn't charge up head either. But this this whopper seems to outgrow that. In other yeah. words, uh, there's not as big a difference in yeah, the ones can, growing in the shade as in the sun. Patting it, the, the head of its little <laughs> cousin. What is that? What is another name for those? Uh, the begonias, summer florin, but there's a uh, something. Uh, Semaphores. Can you think of that, that name for begonias? Um, somebody Fl- will think of it. Florissa? Florissa? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin uh, talks about wildflowers fur- flourish minus the blue bonnet. And uh, got a picture of the blue bonnets. Uh, with a, a caption in today's paper is what I'm talking about. Page E4. Uh, and I got a picture of Blue Bonnet. says, after years of drought, the San Antonio area's beloved Blue Bonnets have performed poorly this year with less blooms and seed production. That is exactly right. Uh, <laughs> but if you go north, where they had the rains, they said they've got the best blue bonnets huh. in history. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Really? <laughs> but that, that water makes a difference. Uh, well, and it doesn't, not always just the volume, timing. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Especially on wildflowers, because I mean, I can remember for years we talked about, well, if they get this rain in the next week, everything's okay. They're going to make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But if they don't, <laughs> but uh, we always like to used to like to call John Thomas when right before the blue bonnets bloom, and of course he would never say that they don't look good very very good this year. Mm. He would say they they're less than they were last year, which meant. A damn few. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's got that place yeah. up there. Yeah. He specializes in that. Well, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We have a visitor on the line, eager to learn all about what's happening at the Festival of Flowers, which is back. If you're a gardener in San Antonio, uh, if you just love plants, Festival of Flowers is a place to be each year, and we haven't had it for a couple uh, years and how long has it been Brunella oh gosh it's been more than a couple of years but we're so happy uh, to be back for our 23rd year yay yay <laughs> that's great and people are going to be glad to have you back too because when you if you've been to the festival of flowers you know it's uh, always busy always hopping always got something to do we'll find out about all that in just a second but the um, the uh, it's, it really is the place to be, and we're glad that, that you've uh, we've, we've gotten it back. And it's back at the Alzafar this year, which is great. It is. That's going to be terrific. Yeah, so, okay. So tell us a, a little bit. So for those who don't know, maybe they're new to San Antonio or maybe they didn't go, tell us, um, yeah, tell us a, a little bit about uh, Festival of Flowers. In fact, someone just okay. came in and, and asked us a question, so they got a pair of tickets. Oh, awesome. That's wonderful. Well, of course, it's going to be on Saturday, June 3rd. It's going to be from 9 to 5. And when you come out to the show, 
San Antonio Water System is our co-host, and everyone that comes into the event will get a free water saver plant. And then after that, you can join in in the indoor garden mall, or you can trade plants in the citywide plant exchange, or you can check out a seminar or floral design or herb cooking. Uh, it's just a full day of gardening. It's wonderful. Yeah, it truly is. And uh, uh, the seminars are absolutely great. And they're through the day. I'll have to go to safestivaloflowers.com. Do you have them, the times posted yet? or No, I haven't posted them. They'll be up next week. But we do have some really good ones. Uh, this year, different um, topics than we've had in the past, and it's going to be really nice. They'll be up next week. Oh, good. That's SAFestivalOfFlowers.com, uh, SAFestivalOfFlowers. And um, what's uh, some of the things? Uh, there are also uh, the kids' gardening thing with the Men's Garden Club. Is That's new this year. Yes, that's going to be a lot of fun. And they have gotten really good at that, and the kids just love potting their own plant and then getting able to take it home and have it with them so that's going to be really a lot of fun yeah it's uh and then of course one of people's favorites is the plant exchange the citywide plant exchange that takes place each year um i mean again if you haven't seen it people work all year uh to be a part of the citywide plant exchange you want to tell people kind of a little bit about what goes on there and your maybe some best practices Sure, and we have the um, explanation and the instructions on how to participate with that on the website, the SAFestivalOfFlowers.com website, on the plant exchange and the menu. But uh, basically, they'll get their little plants together in various size pots. Uh, no prickly pear, please, but aloe vera is fine this year, and also oh, seeds good. and bulbs. Mm-hmm. Seeds and bulbs, and so depending on the size of the pot, they'll get tickets then they can use those tickets to redeem for other people's plants. So they're bringing plants to give away, and they're using their tickets to get new plants and take back home and garden. So it's it's going to be really a lot of fun. It, it's been touted as one of the largest plant exchanges in Texas because we have so many participants. I, I expect this year to, to be about the same. I don't doubt it. When we've gotten there, we've arrived, uh, you know, a little early to set up and stuff, and um, there are people that are there before nine o'clock getting ready to do that to <laughs> to be a part of it yeah they'll bring well, their little wagons i just love yep, that they're sure little will. wagons and they'll have all their little plants in there and those are allowed you can bring your your wagons uh and and uh, carry them with throughout the hall with your new plants and your old plants and everything that you're going to buy in the the indoor garden mall too they're going to have some beautiful beautiful plants and uh a lot of new vendors that are coming in from Austin and down in the Valley, and a lot oh, of good. San Antonio's old favorites, too, are going to be there. So it's going to be a great day. What about uh, you, is it, if folks are planning on spending all day there, is there uh, food? Is it like the old <laughs> days when there's some food there? There's plenty of food. Augie's Barbed Wire Smokehouse will be providing the food again this year. So. Everything from barbecue to salads will be available there in the uh, snack bar kitchen area. And there'll be a place for them to sit down and grab a bite to eat and kind of relax before they hit the next booth to mm-hmm. do some more shopping. <laughs> do we uh, do we dare make the claim like we used to about the that it's uh, it's, it's, it's all a plant 
exchange. It's all a, a plant program, not uh, uh, windows or uh, that, that's uh, roofs. right. Yeah, yeah. I I know that a lot of folks love to go to those shows down at the big dome and the big convention center and all those things downtown. But we really try to stay as true as we can to the gardening aspects and. That's why we call it one of the premier gardening events here in the city. And, and we really try to make it be such when they come so that they can really get involved with gardening and fertilizers and compost and rain harvesting and mm-hmm. native bees and you name it. Those are the things that we want. And we'll have a farmer's market outside with a fresh fruit stand with a fruits and veggies and honey and fresh eggs and those kinds of things. So we'll have that out front before you come in. That'll be good. And if you're looking for a local expert, they ought to be there. Yeah. They always always are. They'll be able to answer your questions for you. That's right. A lot of times there's... They they confer together to come come get some answers on some of those tough questions. Oh, yes. That's for sure. Brunella? Uh, Brunella Bruni is with us. She is, of course, with the Festival of Flowers, and uh, we're talking about it's June 8th at the Alzafar. June 5. 3? What's that? Yeah, June I'm sorry, June 3rd. June 3rd. <laughs> I don't know why I got it the 8th from. June 3rd. Well, Thank okay. you, Calvin. You're getting yeah. old. You're I know. <laughs> June 3rd uh, from 9 to 5 at the Alzafar. I think I got the 8 from tickets. or $8. Kids under 10 are free. Parking is free. And Brunella, Jerry would like confirmation on the... Uh, Aloe vera as it relates to the citywide plant exchange. Oh, wonderful. Yes, it's, it's definitely going to be going on. It's definitely going to be big. And um, and you can bring aloe vera for the plant you exchange? You can bring aloe vera. You sure can. Okay. No prickly pear, though. No prickly, no prickly pear, pear, but aloe vera is fine. <laughs> What's the funnest thing that you've had at the, at the plant exchange? Can you think of something like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that? Oh, um, gosh, you know... Wow, that's a tough You one. want me to remind you of one? Uh-oh. Oh, sure. <laughs> In the uh, r- relatively early history, we, that uh, identifying which some plants that were not desirable, there were limitations and people were a little bit hesitant. So we had, uh, we had a, uh, a team out there intercepting plants <laughs> that were not welcome to the exchange. Right, right. And it was, uh, I can't remember if they they were uh, police officers involved. Oh, my gosh, really? But there there were uh, authority representing the organization involved. Yes, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, they are. It was serious. (laughs) They were kind of picky in the early years, yes. But it's it's a well-organized event, and you get... Uh, by, by using that uh, t- ticket system, you're able to r- really find the kind of plants you need and want, and uh, and your plants have some real value because you don't have to immediately exchange them. You just get this value, and then later as the event progresses, you can, if you see something sure. that's really what you want. It's great. Sure, it's a lot of fun. Yes, it is. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes, people can, uh, you know, trade a few plants and then go and shop and see a seminar and go back and trade some more plants mm-hmm. because they're, it's constantly shifting as new people are coming through the door with new plants to trade. So, uh, yes, that makes a big difference, I think. Very cool. All right. 
Well, uh, what else uh, haven't we talked about? Can you think of something else? The seminars will be up uh, uh, next week, uh, so you can see the list of Parking's free. Parking's, plenty of parking is free. Oh, yes, plenty of parking. There's lots of parking. Parking's all free, and that folks should make sure that they have a chance to stop by the herb cooking so that they can taste the the various things that they're making this year. Basil is the big herb that will be the main uh, focus in that demonstration area so folks can have a chance to rest their feet and enjoy some good cooking right there as well. So it's all there at the Owls Far. Plenty of room to walk around. It's it's a, a great location for this. Brunella, thank you. Brunella, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, and we'll see you then. See you all then. Right. Bye, that, Brunella. That's Take fest- care. San Antonio Festival of Flowers, June Three. Third. Third. I, no, I knew. I was I was letting Calvin chime in. I remembered it. June 3rd, 9 to 5 at the Alsafar. And uh, you can go to safestivalofflowers.com for more details. Thanks, Brunella. Thanks so gonna, much. Have a great day. You too. We're going to take a quick, quick break and come back in a moment. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. I said I love you. I promise from the heart mm-hmm. I couldn't love you any better I love you just the way you are And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. All right, somebody came up and asked a gardening question of Jerry and... Uh, uh, it was he was he was even willing to be on the air. Oh man, we missed that. That's okay. Do I have to be on the air to get to the no, no. Did he ask you where the bathroom was? No. All right. Any any question? You come up here and ask. He was, What happened? What was he getting? He, so we gave him a he, he, we gave him a pair of tickets while supplies last. You can do the same thing. Yeah, he uh, he got he got practically hailed out by his oh. guard, and he was saying, "Should I start over?" Well, no. Uh, he had all the recommended varieties, a Ruby Crush included. <clears throat> and, uh, I've been eating up. I've been eating Ruby Crush like mad lately. <laughs> yeah. He 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 said uh, his wasn't wasn't doing like it has in a few past in the past. But uh, hmm. I said, well, how are you fertilizing them? Well, he's using something that he shouldn't. That's new. That's not not. Not the best fertilizer. How to do it? How to do that? That was good. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, he got held held on pretty bad over there. I guess he's always said. I don't think I asked him where he was where he was gardening. But uh, they they said they got some hail over there around SeaWorld. But uh, I told him. I said, don't start over just go in there and uh, I imagine it was a small hail that I had hmm. yeah I had uh, a lot of hail too but it didn't yeah. seem to do any damage yeah and uh, cut out the damaged stems the the big the big hail damages the tomato stem the main the main stem 
And then when it has a lot of fruit on it, the the plant breaks where that uh, hail hit when you put some weight on it. You know where what's going wild is the cucumbers. Yeah, that's, oh, man. you know we had. Let's see, you heard that guy called in. We're growing some pickling cucumber, and he said they're turning orange or yellow. And but they, but they're fat, <laughs> pickling cucumber. And uh, I told him, I said, well, <laughs> you you they're over mature. And they're big as they're going to get, and so they're turning, yeah. they're ripening, basically. Yeah. So uh, all you have to do is remove those. And, and they uh, don't, yeah, they don't, it's not like carrots. They're not going to sit there and, and maintain their quality for <laughs> for three weeks or four weeks. Uh, if they're, once they're getting ripe, they're, you got to get them, use them. Yeah. And that that can happen. The hotter it is, the yeah. faster they ripen. Yeah, they last. Uh, you can stick them in a the refrigerator. They'll last for a week or so oh, at least. Yeah. yeah. Now you'll notice that there's no uh, superstar cucumbers. Well, what's the the idea well, behind that? <laughs> well, cucumbers are just hard, everyth- hard as hell to test. Oh. They're, bo- they're, bo- they're bossier than the gardeners. <laughs> well, you got you got to harvest those things every three days at, at least, maybe sooner. Well, just like okra. Yeah, and they're, and they're not they're uh, cucumbers are not easy to harvest. Uh, Frank Danello uh, used to be at Uvalde Research Horticulture, and he had the only trial of cucumbers I ever saw and he only had them once because they're labor intensive because the uh, farmers farmers around here have been uh, approached to grow pickling cucumbers and uh, by acre, we're talking lots of acres of them but they want the small ones they want to harvest those cucumbers when they're small, and that requires labor ready, labor intensive, every two to three days. Yeah. So, uh, and then unfortunately, the people that were buying them, if they were a little bit too large, turn the whole load down. Huh. All that picking gone away. So they, they kind of hit a bad spot with the the, the, the growers here around here. The uh, anyway, Kevin, uh, Kevin talked about uh, wildflowers in his article today, and uh, he, he's right, especially around San Antonio, the blue bonnets uh, performed poorly, so especially when they're m- making seed. Uh, we had our different colors out, uh, some at Verstraten and some uh, some at the Botanical Garden. And they bloomed. The interesting thing about it. it we want to hear every word you say. I know. I know. Now we got you. Okay. Interesting. Uh, but uh, interesting enough, 
they bloomed. Uh, the, especially the uh, Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue. They bloom beautifully, maybe prettier than they've ever seen them bloom. But they had no seed. Huh. Had very few seeds. I have. Because uh, they dried out. They dried out. Mine are still blooming. I'll, I'll check and see if what the seed. I haven't noticed that it's overwhelmed with seed. <laughs> Speaking of interesting. Yes. I asked David today about, uh, I don't know, three years ago, I gave him one of those uh, fascination. Oh, yeah. that they planted at the Botanical Center. And it survived uh, Uri, and it survived this past 16 degrees. So I'm thinking it's a pretty good uh, future option for Texas Superstar. That's cool. What is it? That purple-leafed Vitex. Oh. That's in the ad that you probably already Fascination? Yep, that one. Yeah. Is it? Is it? What's its bloom? Uh, what do you expect? It, it's from? a it's a light purple bloom. Most of the color comes from the foliage. Uh, it does bloom, but the bloom is insignificant to the color in the foliage. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how we were looking at these uh, the the blooms on the on the. It's a, it seems to be a little bit lighter color, but yeah. since the foliage is so dark, it's hard to. It doesn't the bloom doesn't stand out like it does in these. Mm. Yeah. There's a large. It it has it has, is featuring aromatic foliage. That's true. You you have to crush your leaf. Yeah, or uh, should be relatively deer resistant because of that. Oh, odor as well. Oh yeah, can't yeah. taste good. <laughs> that emerges purple and turns gray green with purple undersides. Lavender flowers produce most. Abundantly in midsummer. So there's very few purple-leafed trees that grow well around here. That's true. Um, smoke tree being one, and uh, purple-leaf plum. Uh, some people grow the Chinese fringe flower to mm-hmm. have to, to tree form. Uh, but this seems relatively simple compared to all of those. Yeah. If it gets cold enough, cut it at the ground, just like you would uh, any other vitex. Yep. Arabian. Is that what that is? Arabian lilac is another name for it? Nickname. Huh? It's a nickname. Oh, okay. Instead of Texas lilac, huh? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, anyway. That, uh, let's see. Oh, it's on sale. (laughs) Uh, Why are you talking about it? Two for $40. $20 a piece. That's good, good deal. And you have some, you have some gold star Esperanza out here. I have a few, <laughs> and they look okay. They look pretty okay. Yeah, they look great. <laughs> um, Even the rain didn't slow them down. Oh, that's true. That's true. You you might have imagined that they would have had blossoms that were knocked off or something, but no. I think those, like I said, that's the biggest blooms I've ever seen on gold star Esperanza. Okay. Uh, but they're supposed to be big. They, they must have just fertilized the hell out of them. How about the fruit trees or citrus for mom for Mother's Day? We got a good selection, I'm guessing. Very good. Yeah. What do you What do you think? What's a well? Lemons are always the most popular. And oh, okay. Do, and we do have a couple types of lemons, and we do have some lemons on that dwarfing rootstock, flying dragon too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it uh, improved mire? That's one of them. Okay. So I'm going to show you a picture, Milton, Uh of a new petunia. 
Oh, is this the one that no, was? No. Oh, well, maybe. But we don't know the name of it. Oh, no, that wasn't it, I don't think. So I should have some of these next week. Oh, wow, show them. That's huge. Which one? That, that's not the double one, is it? That, that, no, this is a single, but... Yeah, that, no, that's... but it's The, the bloom is green and purple. Yeah. Wow, you're going to get... If you... Uh, you're going to get some LSU people that will come The other in. one looked like a rose. Yeah, it did. It, it, you didn't recognize it. That I could have probably guessed was a petunia. What are they called? Do you remember the variety? Uh, when I get my phone back, I can tell you. <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, but yeah, I'll tell people what to search for. It, then we'll have I know them. Lime was in the name. Let's see. Uh, I'll uh, search for them and then tell you what to look for. Right, two Laguna Madre Petunias. All Laguna right. Madre Petunias. All right. The top. Oh. So I'm going to get lime and I'm going to get a purple. Check that out online. Oh yeah, wow! I mean, just is it my imagination? Is it the picture or the blooms a lot bigger than they seem to be bigger? Yeah. Now on that note, yeah. I may be the recipient of a whole bunch of Laura Bush <gasps> petunias in the, in the next ten to fourteen days. Okay, that's I, exciting. I think, I think I actually asked for more than they had, so they're scrambling. Oh, okay. No, that'd be great. People love those. Yeah. Uh, I think Jerry said that the that only ones... That, here? Yes. Okay. I think Jerry said that the only ones that could be found were in his fridge. <laughs> you, you found somebody that raided his refrigerator? They, and they were screaming in there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, David, David uh, is working with that nurse and Dr. Stein. And uh, I got him the seed from... Uh, Wild seed. Oh, I was going to say from your refrigerator. Yeah. No, no, they weren't my refrigerator. How do you know? <laughs> but uh, I'm glad I'm glad they came up. And I, That's great, yeah. I, I miss mine. Mine didn't come back up. I know. You're giving me that look like Milton, really? <laughs> what did you do that you can't get them to come back up? So my assumption is uh, be patient, and the seed are probably sitting there. Yeah. From the previous blooms. Yeah. Okay, well, then, but I want them, want them now, or in ten to fourteen days. <laughs> I got. Well, I, I will save you one. Yay! <laughs> I got a charge uh, you double. <laughs> okay. I got a hey. Facebook. <laughs> I got a Facebook uh, picture from Doctor Lineberger, but uh, Dan Lineberger used to be department head over, at, over at, uh, at Texas A and M Horticulture, and. Uh, Every every spring, he sends me pictures of his reseeded uh, lower bush petunias, and uh, this time he said his whole yard is full of those things. Every pot in the yard is full of those things. Oh, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I think I don't know what's there now, but Quality Organic Products. When I went and visited him one time. They had this whole bed of beautiful purple, and I asked him, uh, I said, is that uh, Laura Bush Petunia? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, that's great. When did y'all plant it? We never planted. It comes up every year. I mean, it was gorgeous, but their voice was like, this thing is the easiest thing on the planet. It comes up every year, and we don't do anything, and it just comes back. Almost sounds like he didn't want it. It almost sounds like he was frustrated by it, but it was really very, I mean, it was. You talked about the thickness of the uh, 
Esperanza yeah. blooms. This thing was thick. You, yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for. I'll have to. Yeah. So is your Texas sage blooming? Um, I had to not go look at it. It should be. I, I said around town they're blooming. Mine's mine's a little, little small. You just got to learn how to learn the ropes. How much did your Laura, uh, the original Laura Bush that you had bloom? Did it have? Oh, a few. I mean, there was. It was. It was doing well. It's got to bloom before it has seed. Oh well, maybe there weren't enough blooms. There you go. Okay. Uh, is it quit blooming already? Oh, this it, was last, last year. year. Oh, last year. so it's not blooming. So I'm going to get some this year from Trace. Yeah, they're, they've started the bloom. I've got three three plants now. That just it's, hurts. It's amazing. You you never know where they're going to come. Yeah. Come Did on. you ever get your uh, pots in the uh, the bigger quantity that you were going to? No. In the plastic thing, not yet. No. Okay, we'll wait on that. Uh, uh, on the on the lower bushes, did they have, they have pink and purple? Uh, I'll know when they get here. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm, gave, I'm going to assume it's just that fuchsia. I gave them seed with both. Okay, well then I assume I'm going to get both. There you go. This would be good, yeah. And Jerry's always bragging on them about the fact that pretty much. The ones that don't sell after a week, you're trimming up. And, uh, <laughs> have to. Yeah. They grow so quick and yeah, vigorously. Yeah. I warned the grower, that grower. I said, I got the seed for Dr. Stein and David to give to him. And I said, you tell those people that no growth regulator will stop them. And that, that may influence their... Uh, Growing habits on this petunia, because at this time of the year, well, like I said, nothing will stop them from growing. They just probably give you a date and get them when they are ready. So I'm thinking that I'm getting them next week or the following. Okay, good. Cool. I bet they'll sell and and do a good job for people. So that could be a late Mother's Day gift. What you could do is come by, get the gift certificate, no <laughs> burgers, and then yeah, then, yes, then they can use it. That's always that. what's so good about a gift certificate. Can uh, mm-hmm. then the person gets to pick and choose from many wonderful potential gifts. Yeah, are you still getting long questions? Of course. Okay, is that like the most the biggest question you get is most of the time? Okay, I mean the biggest question today is do you have grass? Oh, okay, I forgot about that. And do you have grass? No. no. Okay. Really? So they should call ahead. And well, make Jerry and I more. got uh, twenty-inch tall grass. <laughs> I made. I uh, was. I thought it was just last week, and I was saying, "Well, I'm going to have to mow this again this time <laughs> quickly." And now, now I looked at it yesterday and I say, "May I better mow quick, or I won't be able to mow that." <laughs> I had to mow the backyard on Tuesday. And on Thursday, I had to mow the front yard and the backyard again. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Is it, what, yeah, is our it, backyard what are you needs mowing? Rye, 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 I mean, uh, rescue grass? Or, no. It's or your own? St. Well. Augustine. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I that's, a, that's better than weeds. And, and I judge things about how often I have to empty the the uh, bucket on the back end of the, the mower. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Was, I bet. Yeah. The um, whole neighborhood yesterday... I got home, you know, about 5.30, uh, 
6 o'clock, but the whole neighborhood was out mowing before the storm uh, to try to, I don't know what the reasoning was, but I guess it was nice. And it was very hard to mow wet grass, and it's going to be wet for a whole other week. So oh, good. I don't have to mow. If you didn't get it mowed, then uh, it's going to be like twice as big by the time you can mow it again. Oh, man. Okay. But isn't that, I have a theory that that's good for the grass. <laughs> that, that it likes to be long and tall. It's tough on the mower, but doesn't that make the roots a little deeper? No? Is that my imagination? Well, there's ideal heights for everything. Okay. But so probably I'm beyond the ideal height. <laughs> I don't know. What kind of grass? What's that? What kind of grass? Um, I think this is just the this is the real fluffy, airy stuff. So is that the rescue grass? Probably. Yeah. The St. Augustine didn't grow quite as big, although it needs mowing, too, now after last week. So, ugh. if only there was a grass that didn't grow quite as fast that was nice like St. Augustine. Isn't there one? There's a number. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one that, that, that was the Roundup resistant or ready? Or? That's uh, Pro Vista. And Pro Vista doesn't need mowing as much, does it? No, okay. it's, uh, it stays a little shorter. Same thing with FJ Select. It oh, stays okay. a little shorter. I can't get that one. Uh, Emerald Zoysia would stay pretty short. Uh, so narrow blade Zoysias in general are going to be staying short on their own. Um, got a new Bermuda that we're, we're bringing in because we can't get any other ones. It's called Tahoma 31. Tacoma? Tahoma. Tahoma. Tacoma is a crepe myrtle. Oh, what is Tahoma? Texas, Oklahoma, Texas? Probably. Okay. But uh, all the test results that they ran it through and the trials uh, say it's pretty good. Oh, good. So when will you have that? And that'll be sod, right? Uh, I'm already selling it when they can harvest. Okay. Okay. So what's your advice for people if they need grass? Just call ahead or place the order? or? Yes, yes. Okay. And be patient. Okay. So anybody that I mean, we've, we've been having to pre-book Raleigh for uh, we're almost two weeks out. Mm. They're only letting us have one truck a day. So I think we're already to like the 20-something that, that we've already f- f- taken orders for Raleigh. And we can't get it when it's not raining. So now I'm going to no, be that's even right. more back, backlogged. Uh. But ProVista, there, no, uh, there is no limitation on what we can bring in. So, uh, if you need St. Augustine, my suggestion, not just because it's better, yeah, but, but it is the only one we're going to be able to get in a reasonable The Pro frame. Vista. And do you have a Pro Vista plot? I we think do. you do, yeah. It's the very last one Fun. by that last gate. All right. Uh, that's on the side of the road over here by Millburgers. You'll see all the grasses and little what's sample the, plots. What's that little uh, shade tree uh, or little tree planted out there? Is it a joke or a... I, I'm not sure which one you're referring to. Oh. So there was a citrus tree there. It looked like a citrus, yeah. So it was a three, four years ago where that guy drove through our fence. Yeah. Okay, well, he ran over the lemon that was out there. And uh, I think it's all just sprouted out from below the ground. Oh, I'll be done. Hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The answer. Came and listen. Some of them came and played. Others give flowers. 
Back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh-oh. James Hello? there? There he yeah, is. Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? Hey, um, just uh, enjoying the rain, man. We deserve it. <laughs> How much rain did you get? Um, working on three inches. Oh wow! Good for you, man. Hey, Is it raining yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It rained earlier, uh, and I was sleeping, and it was raining. That's, That's a good time I... to sleep. Well, what's hey, going um, on? How can we help you? No. Uh, they asked me to grow some uh, artichoke uh, plants for them, and I told them I don't know when it's when it's time to start those, and so I'd call you guys and find out. Oh, uh, they're talking globe uh, artichokes, right? I'm thinking yeah, of all the artichokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's a big shrub-like bush. <laughs> And uh, they gave you the seed, uh, a, a green green globe is, is the most commonly grown uh, artichoke. You're going to be selling plants, right? No, I want to start some for the girl that's buying the seed, and I want to start some for another farm, and I, I might end up with one or two, and then somebody else wants a one or two, so... And you want you want to harvest the fruit the fruit of the. Uh, I'm not. I don't really care. <laughs> it's they just want me to get them started. Okay, well they should germinate if you got the seed, like I say, a, a green globe. Uh, they should should uh, germinate readily within uh, seven to ten days, if not sooner. Right, right now or Soak wait the until seed. the fall? Well, <laughs> he, he can do it now. Uh, he, he said he wasn't interested in the fruit, but uh, like uh, Trace was talking about earlier, they have to go through a cold section. So you start them in the summer and then you, you plant them out in the garden in the next spring? Is that how it works? No, 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 no. Uh, they'll they'll germinate fast as a okra seed will. And uh, you start them now and put them out. Okay. And you grow them grow them through the through, through the summer. And uh, they'll grow a little bit. Now the key to it is that cold weather treatment. Uh, if it's too cold, it'll kill them. In other words, the last couple of winters we had would, would have taken them out. When we did the testing, uh, we found that Kerrville and the Hill Country was the best place to grow uh, the artichoke plants. And uh, then they, they go, go through, through the winter, live through the winter, and uh, then they, they'll 
probably have artichokes the uh, next spring. Okay, well, uh, I'll tell them to order the seed, and I'll get it started then. Okay, I don't know. There may be some hybrid artichokes around, other than uh, Green Globe. Okay, Green Globe, and then uh, look for uh, hybrids. There you go. Okay, good luck. Thanks. Bye, James. All right, 210-308-8867. Still a couple minutes, so you can sneak in. 210-308-8867. Um, I was going to ma- mention, uh, we'll have to ask this tomorrow, reports on Thunderbird and how it's doing. Did you grow some or did you? Go? I did, yeah. Did you get some? No, yeah. oh, sorry. You did? I did. How's it doing? Uh, they're green and they're about the size of a, I don't want to say, a, like a plum. They're about the size of a plum. Okay. Okay. One plant, I'd say about. 40 tomatoes. Okay. So has that been your experience, too? Well, the problem I've got is spider mites. Oh. I've yeah. got, I've got uh, Thunderbird growing with uh, Ruby Crush and uh, 968, and uh, Thunderbird's the only one that's got spider mites. Hmm. But it, oh, that's weird. All, my, all of them do have spider mites. And, uh, my dwarf cherry surprise almost ended up in the swimming pool. <laughs> what happened? The something? wind. Oh, and it's, being a dwarf, it's still taller than all the other tomato plants. So the wind, <laughs> wind caught it and knocked over that big pot. Oh, oops. It's all right. No branch broke. There's still three hundred tomatoes on it. It didn't go swimming. No, no swimming. Okay. But kind of, how big is the pot that you got? It's a twenty-four inch uh, by twenty-four inch square. Calvin's measuring it for you people oh, that's watching. Pretty big. Yeah, I didn't think it'd blow over, especially yeah. being square. But uh, <laughs> the tomato plant's about five foot above it, so uh, yeah, wind caught it just right. Mm. Trace, you might want to try some of these larger pots out here, <laughs> heavy pots. Uh, I think they're on sale. This is bigger than that. It's a twenty-four by twenty-four. Oh, those are eighteen, and it's twenty-six or twenty-seven deep. Oh, oh, wow, it's square, and it's square. So I figured it, yeah. it wouldn't blow over, but <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah, uh, my my son's tomatoes that he's growing. Yeah, uh, I caged them immediately. Your son or the plants? The, uh, I should have <laughs> done both. But uh, uh, he said, "Dad, they they're already to the top of that cage." I said, "Yeah, they're probably going to come down there, Ruby Crush and uh, nine sixty eight. Uh, Neil, Neil Spears got an interesting. Now we, we only have about forty seconds. You want to? Do you want to wait? Yeah. Wait. Okay, you can wait on that. Trace, uh, we'll give you the last word. Happy Mother's Day coming uh, up. There there you go. Go. Don't forget her. Everybody's okay. got a mother. Not everybody's got a father. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on down and get her something. Wait a minute. How does that happen? <laughs> they don't have a have father. Not, not everybody. Explain it to him afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll say goodbye for today. Is that, is that possible? You'll, you'll figure it out on the way home. All right. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks, for Al, doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. On behalf of Docs, I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you tomorrow back here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And you'll hear us on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.